to another episode of Raw Emotion. I'm your host, Derek Chappelle. And today we have the one and only Miss Gail LeBray back on the show. Hey, Gail. How's it going? Good, thank you. How are you doing? I am doing very well. I'm excited because we've been talking offline about this new segment we're going to do. We're going to do it um, with you once a month. You've been on the show a couple of times. We talk about relationships and um, all that's entailed with that. And um, so I'm excited to announce in this show that starting next month, we're going to have your relationship segment on here the first Friday of every month. It's going to be exciting. We're going to bring you great content about ins and outs of relationships and different stuff that we go through and all that good stuff, right? Yes, super exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So I think we're still coming up with a name for the segment. We need something kind of catchy to to throw in there, but just know it's going to be great content. It's going to be good stuff. And we're going to kick it off actually today. Um, We were talking about energy and emotions and how all of that kind of intertwines with each other and how it works and you know sometimes you have low energy in a relationship sometimes you have high energy or in between and while we were discussing that we um we were discussing this article that we have found and uh it's called the seven reoccurring problems that may be a sign of a of a bad energy, excuse me, of bad energy in your relationship. And uh, I don't know if energy in a relationship is not something we really think about, you know, consciously. It's one of those subconscious things, right? It's just kind of happening. And, and, and you're kind of reacting to it as well without even knowing you're reacting to someone's yes. energy, right? Yes. It's, it's like, it's in your it's your energy field so you 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 don't know you just sense it your body sense it your heart sense it and that's mm-hmm. that's why it makes it so impactful because it's beyond your consciousness as you just said yeah and and i for myself um i'm pretty intuitive not that i always listen to my intuition <laughs> but i'm <laughs> i'm very intuitive and you can definitely tell when there has been an energy shift in in your relationship. I mean, not just overall in a relationship, but it could just be a certain day, a certain moment. <laughs> you can you can feel something something is just off. Totally, totally. You know, you could be sitting in a room, right? And you're like you're you're you're, and I'm just taking this quick example. You could be sitting in a room, and that doesn't have to be in your personal relationship. It could be like in the office or whatever. You're not even facing the door, and you you got that. Per- you know these persons walked in, but you know straight away they are like totally off. There's something going on, and you don't want to turn. Actually, <laughs> you're yeah. like, oh no, I'm staying on my path. I'm like, you know, I I don't even know you're here. I I will ignore you in a way. You know, you sense it. You sense yeah. that it's almost like this, this, 
kind of storm going on in the background and you don't you don't even need to turn to find out right you just sense yeah, it yeah you sense it and and if you if you if you sense it but you're not really what's the word i'm looking for i mean if you're not aware of it um you can you can react to it like if if you ever seen somebody you know uh two people in a conversation and and like let's just say at a retail store, right? You have your employee there that's working there, and then you have a customer that comes in and they're they're pissed off. They're angry about something, you know, their cell phone bill. It's the best example I could use because I'm often pissed off about that. <laughs> 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 but they come in and they're and they're and they're pissed off. And if the the employee, the person that is receiving this energy just simply reacts to it they're going to be right on that same level and it's just going to be escalating very quickly yeah yes. chaos it'll be yes. chaos and then in that i would say we can all have bad days but this person shouldn't be in customer service <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely because part of that job description should be able should be essentially controlling your energy right yeah. oh well, what is in natural fact energy, but what people describe as you should be able to, you know, control the situation and, and handle the situation in, in, in a positive manner. So the uh, customer has a good client experience, a good customer experience, right? That is yep. probably the description that you get in the job when you get a job. <laughs> yeah. Handle the customer experience so they have a positive one regardless of whatever's happened. And being in a relationship is kind of like being a customer <laughs> and and also the, uh, the the employee or the totally you know, at the and same time you know you, you switch roles you switch roles and what you said is very um it's very uh true because you almost don't uh put any filter when you're in your relationship mm. you know you you literally will be your true self in a sense that you don't care whether you're hurt or not and maybe sometimes you know when quite angry you could say something beyond what you actually wanted to say because you're comfortable in that relationship and you just think they're going to take it in a way which you would mm. potentially not do with a total stranger you might do it at the customer service i agree but <laughs> 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 but if you True. know usually that's what we we should be actually doing it the other way around do that to strangers because you don't care right and and actually managing your emotion and your energy with within your relationship because they are the most valuable people in your life right right that's that's true true so let's let's get into this list here okay mm -hmm. the seven reoccurring problems that may be a sign of bad energy in your relationship it's a article on bustle.com online magazine and right off the bat, number one, you keep feeling doubtful over your partner's loyalty. And it says, it goes on to say, when somebody begins to have doubts in a relationship, this can lead to feelings of anxiety. Mackenzie Rill, relationship expert, tells Bustle that anxiety can lead to irritability and frustration, both of which are signs of bad energy in the relationship. Your doubts may cause you to question your partner's feelings about you. You may start to snoop through their phone or accuse them of cheating 
when they're not. As a result, this can lead to tension and distance in a relationship. So it's best to be upfront with your partner about your worries. What are your thoughts? What are my thoughts on this? Well, in it is a complex situation to go through, right? Because it's about how truthful you are in that relationship. And it is a matter of trust at the end of the day. And if you know, if you feel you don't trust your partner, you'll have a big issue in the first place. Because if you could trust your partner, you wouldn't even have that feeling of anxiety. Mm. So I think everything beyond that after that is not you know, um, it's not really even relevant because the feeling of anxiety comes from two parts. Yes, true, your partner might not be honest with you and there may be a reason why you feel like this and you sense it and that could be a gut intuition as well. But equally, it could be a total insecurity from your side, which is then something you have to manage on your side. And it might be because of your inner worth. It could be about or your self-worth, which is slightly different. It could be about, you know, your own experience of life, which means that you have potentially, when we've got a problem with this, is usually we've, we've got also a lack of trust in ourselves too, because it's a reflection. So I would say this would be key. And from there on, if you don't have that trust, then it's almost like there is no relationship, if I may say. So the rest of it, yes, you will build up negative energy because then anxiety and then you start wondering and then you start you know having your little movie in your head <laughs> where you're like oh what's going on and this and that and yes did you, did you say the little movie in your head oh yes yeah yeah what, what is it, that about the little movie is whatever story you're telling yourself at the mm. time which could be true but might not be true at all and you're just making it up in your whole story because you're insecure because because yes you may have had this experience before and suddenly, oops, you go, it pops back into another relationship. So, which could be two things, either, well, you make it, you're making it up or because you've not healed from your previous relationship or it is a reality and then there is a pattern that you still need to heal. So, right. you know, one way or the other, there's always a reason why potentially this could occur, but this will definitely try, create bad energy in the sense of like, when we say bad energy, it's about energies in your electromagnetic fields, which are at lower vibration. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it is. That's what we describe as negative energy here or bad energy. It's like negative energies which are have lower vibration. So, you know, all the what's called negative emotions. Yes. Yeah. Anxiety, guilt, fear. Yes. All those are considered lower vibration. And as you said, irritability, frustration, you know, anything like that. Jealousy, you know. And one of the important things that this particular uh, article says on this, um, on this one is it's best to be upfront with your partner about your worries. I think that's, that's a super important piece to this one right here is whether that movie that you're making up in your head is true or not, you have to have an open, you have to be able to have an open conversation about it. Yeah. Because the, the other person isn't watching the same movie that you're watching. You know, they don't have any idea of the plot you've created and all the characters <laughs> that are involved. Right. <laughs> true. True. And if you value that relationship, yes, it's, 
it, if you value the relationship you're in, you have to, you need to have a co open co communication about those things. And the person, if they're truthful and healthy, they will say, "Look, I think um, this is not happening at all." And you know, they will they should be able to be willing to help you to overcome that if they really love you and trust you know and and have this this faith in this relationship and they want this relationship if obviously there is something going on then they might not want to be busted and then it's like if after having had an open heart conversation and communicated in the right way in the right way mm -hmm. uh the, the 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 behavior hasn't changed then yes you should be a bit more worried and there's maybe a reason why but if you communicate it in the right way, saying, you know, when this is happening, I feel that way. And I am, you know, I, I don't really like feeling that way. But this situation is making me uncomfortable. And it's not reflection on you. It's more my insecurity. I understand that. But that's the way it makes me feel. And if this person really loves you and really care for you, say, OK, what can I do so I don't make you feel that way? And then obviously you need to have a conversation whether this is acceptable enough for you or whether it is a short-term fix that can reinstate trust for the longer term. So maybe short-term you do different things to reassure them, but obviously it's got, they've got to do their own work as well, right? Because right. it, 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 otherwise it becomes codependent again. So, and that's a whole, that's a whole nother segment within itself. Yeah, let's not go there. Not today. <laughs> not today. That would be a, a whole subject, yes. All right. That's good stuff right there. So you keep feeling doubtful over your partner's loyalty. It's time to have some open, honest conversations, communication the right way. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really get into what the right way is, but. <clears throat> Gave a few examples of how to best communicate it, saying that I feel this way, not like pointing the fingers. Is I don't like when you do this. Not accusatory. Like. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Moving on to number two. Which you is very much, very much going into the same, in that same line, right? Yes, yes. Number two, you get easily irritated when you're around them for too long. When there's bad energy in the relationship, you may constantly feel annoyed whenever you're with your partner for too long. Even the smallest things they do can set you off. If this is constantly happening, you may be doing yourself a disservice by staying in your relationship. You're basically restricting yourself from happiness and ruining your chances of meeting someone who will give you good energy. If this is the case, it may be time to reevaluate the relationship. 100%. I mean, if, if this is what happened, you're in the wrong relationship. Just, you know, there's no point in carrying on because if everything really gives you that vibe and you, you know, I mean, there's no love here. Absolutely no love. And in this particular one, I, I don't even know if it has to be bad energy necessarily. No. Right? It doesn't have to be bad energy. It could be, I don't know, stagnant energy. It could be. You, you're just not on the same vibration. You're just not on the same wavelengths. That's what it is. And what could be perfect, perfectly matching for someone. Some it's funny because I was having this conversation with someone where saying this person like she started dating this guy and they're like two weeks in and and the guy is, is quite a loud joker 
and mm. the way it comes across is like uh let's say they were out on a date in a restaurant so they're not official official right they just started dating and literally the, the waiter comes on uh and asks them what they want and whatever and um so they order and then they go by the dessert said no dessert's gonna be like we're gonna go back there and we're gonna have a hot you know hot night ahead and all that kind of stuff and she felt really embarrassed by it and we're like yeah. you know so for her it wasn't the right vibe for some right. people they may have picked it up and go you know what let's have a joke about it and let's actually even light up the whole thing and, and put it even bigger because that would be the style right but right. that person and then it's been different occasion where after that it was also the case of like he came to the gross store where she was working or something along those lines and um he started uh saying oh yeah she needed help so that's why i'm here because she needed help you know and when obviously other people so it's kind of like a lot of stuff so is it a reassurance from his part is it like to try to um you know or be liked or be or it could be something more along the lines of he's trying to control already and putting his mark on so it depends the kind of person you are what works for you what doesn't work for you and some people are just big like joker and that's what it is and that's all what it is and some people might go beyond that and so yes it's 100 percent what works for you and if it doesn't work it's okay it's like it's not the, the person is not the right match for you and of yeah that's i, I think that's the a big thing the biggest key um what you just said at the end like if it doesn't work, it has to be okay. Like, and listen to yourself, respect yourself. Hmm. If you have a tiny little hinge of something that it doesn't doesn't kind of sit well with you, just don't force yourself. You know, don't force yourself. Do you, well, who do you have to prove to that, you know, it's got to work out? No one. The only person who's going to be impacted at the end of the day is you. Actual. Yeah, and you're the most important person in your life and you will always ever be, regardless of any conversation, any judgment, any point of view of anyone's going to say, your family, your friends, whoever, the most important person is you. You got to live with yourself exactly. at the end of the day. Exactly. And the rest of your life. So make sure you, you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of your life. <laughs> All right, moving along. Number three, you shut down when you don't get your way. That's the one I was thinking of earlier. <laughs> so it goes on to say, shutting down whenever things aren't going your way is a problem because it puts you in a victim mode. Uh, there must be a perpetrator if there's a victim. When your partner becomes the enemy, you go into protection mode and put armor up around your heart. Shutting down is a sign of bad energy because you're closing the lines of communication between you and your partner. Without positive, open-hearted communication and connection, you can't have the emotional intimacy required for a deeply loving relationship. 100% true. And, and literally, this is about being authentic and being vulnerable in, in what they say. And shutting down or withdrawing or things like that um, is sometimes, you know, the way they've done it here is when you don't get your way, which I don't like this extra bit when you don't get your way because, you know, 
it's not a matter of yeah i don't think it's a matter of getting your way or not yes it's um, more it's a matter just more of, a matter of when if you that. disagree if you disagree basically you know withdrawing or or shutting down is not the best way to communicate realistically i think and yes. this yeah. victim mode thing oh my god this is the perfect drama triangle and we are all of us right uh, unconsciously practice this drama triangle on a daily basis literally unless you're very aware of it and you don't get drawn into it but you can be the three the three character if i may say you can be the victim which is also called the uh, puller, uh, where, you know, and that's when you exactly do that. You just get people's energy from, you know, you just like, poor me, and this always happened to me, and da 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 da. And then you've got the protector. Oh my God, it's the guy on the horse, and it's coming in to, to come and save the day, right? And it's like, I'll help you, I'll do this, you know, it's just giving their energy, like, fully on are like i'm gonna protect you but they don't do it for free right they do it for literally feeling better by themselves feeling needed feeling just like and then but if you don't actually say anything like oh you've saved me i'm so thankful and show gratitude then they'll be bad mousing you behind your back as soon as they can or like in this case they may uh, just shut down not the protector, not the yep. protector. The victim would be the puller. And then you've got a pusher. Sure. And the pusher is the one who is always right. So I'm telling you to do so. And it's always like his way and forcing it onto you. And, you know, so that's the dynamic of, you know, and it's very easy to be pulled in every single role at any time. The puller, some... the protector and the pusher. And that's why I call the drama triangle. And when you're in your own power, you do not get involved into any of those. You just stand there and you decide to not be pulled into the whole thing. I'm just like, ah, you do whatever you want. Do your puppet show over there, but I'm not getting involved. And that's where you get your strengths from. But if it's someone you really like, if it's something like, you know, I know sometimes I get involved in conversation and you can have a different point of view and, you know, it's okay to agree to disagree, but, you know, if you're kind of passionate person, it is, can be very easy to, and, you know, be pulled in. And maybe sometimes you've got some certain origin, which really going to fuel that a bit more, you know, like uh, Mediterranean uh, uh, energy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, you know, like Spaniards, Italians, you know, French, like, you know, South America. We very, ex pulled... very expressive. And, yeah, you know. yeah, where they kind of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, no, that's, that's a good point. You can have, you know, two different cultures and one's very expressive. One is very maybe, you know, submissive. And... Or just or just kind of almost like neutral. You feel neutral, but they're not mm. really neutral. Because that's the thing. It's just they don't react as yeah. strongly in a way on the surface. But anyway, so, so that's the drama triangle. And we can all be put into that. But by being a victim, if I was taking the example of what they say, it's literally to draw in that energy, to suck it in, to refill your own tank from the protector, who is very happy to give it, for example, and the puller as well, the pusher as well, is very happy to, to give that to you in a way. But because they, 
it's almost the, they're getting their their side of the deal, you know. Right. So hence. <laughs> Perfect. So that was number three. Shut down when you don't get your way. Yes. Number four, you get personal during fights. If you find yourself using your partner's vulnerabilities as a weapon during fights, there's bad energy in your relationship. The reality is all couples fight, but healthy couples do it in a way that's mindful and productive. It takes more effort to be fair during fights than it does to get mean. It also takes a lot of trust to open up to someone about something deeply, something deeply. Did I just read that wrong? It, <laughs> it also takes a lot of trust to open up to someone about something deeply personal. That makes no sense at no all. Sense Whoever wrote all. this article should be fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the, the person who reviewed the article before publishing it. Probably. Yeah, the editor. But, yeah. Uh, but it goes on to say, if you bring that vulnerable issue up in the heat of an argument, you're fracturing that trust. You're only channeling negative energy whenever you resort to name-calling or using your partner's insecurities against them. Yeah, and that's a big sign of unhealthy relationship. Big time, big time. And so I don't even call it bad energy. It's like, it's just unhealthy. Uh, and, you know... It, just call it what it is. You're just being an asshole. That's, I mean, that's what it is. I, it, it, it's Well, yeah, because it's almost like, you know, just, just you, let's say you've got a wound in, in there, and it's almost like you put the knife in, or you just press the finger in it, when it's still a bit bleeding and it was about to to heal but you know it's just like <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's yeah. almost feel like this and that is definitely not what you want in a relationship and, and yeah, the reason fighting, why fighting i think is, is healthy fighting is really healthy people that do not fight there is a there is definitely a lack of polarization in the in the relationship and if people say no no it's literally what is then the next issue is probably avoidance because they don't like confrontation. And that's another thing that they've got to sort out as well on the side, because you have to have healthy argument, 100%. It is yeah. actually fueling an, a healthy relationship, but it's when you actually dismiss the other person and you literally make them feel that they've been dismissed and not validated. If you disagree, it's fine. Said, I can see how you're feeling. And although I don't disagree with you, I still validate your feeling. And I'm really sorry you feel that way. Don't say it that way in a way as well, because that could fuel the fire sometimes, yeah. you know. It's like when you have someone on the phone and you call them and you complain about something, one of those deals, okay? And then, oh, I'm so sorry you feel that way. And you're yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah, well, we, we talked about that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. In one of a previous episode, and we talked about it. Sometimes it's not what you say, how you say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about delivery. Exactly. But but I think in that case, you know, validating, like, I'm really sorry you feel sad. I'm really sorry you feel um, aggro about this subject, you know. And it could be like, whatever subject you discuss at the time, like, it could be politics, religion, whatever, some other things which, you know, where you could disagree on something and still say right i believe this you believe that and it's okay to disagree but i respect what you think and that's your point of view and that's a very different conversation very much so very much so. but that, that shouldn't bring bad energy literally that 
should should only bring love, compassion, empathy, and respect. And those are positive emotions which vibrate a lot higher and really encourage trust and intimacy. Yeah. Let's sort it out on the pillow now. <laughs> Let's sort our disagreement on the pillow. <laughs> That'll get your energy changed sometimes. That would mm-hmm. totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So don't get personal during fights. Bad idea, yeah. bad energy, bad juju. Just don't do it. Yeah. And number five. And before you, we move mm. on number five, yeah. this will be brought up into a conversation about five years down the line or maybe 10 years down the line. <laughs> Only joking, but you know, it could happen. (laughs) It could. It could very well. It it has happened. It has happened. I can tell you that. (laughs) Uh, So number five is you prioritize your needs over the needs of the relationship. So it goes on to say relationships are a dance of giving and receiving. When you're focused entirely on getting what you want and need from your partner and you're in take mode, you're in take mode, basically, is what it's saying. Um, When it comes to relationships, selfishness and negativity go hand in hand. When you're only thinking of yourself, you tend to focus more on what's lacking in your relationship than what you already have. It's pretty much why life coaches and other wellness experts will tell you to practice gratitude in order to increase the positive energy in your life. When you're grateful for your relationship and for what your partner does for you, you'll see your relationship in a more positive light. Yes. um, I agree to a certain extent to that. Um, I think it just needs a balance because quite often in relationship, um, women tend to overgive. And they've done it for centuries. And it's literally like a generational pattern that's been inherited because it's just been inherited. So they're giving so much that they will constantly forget their own needs. And then come whatever age when the kids are gone from the house or whatever, they might try to get back, you know, oh, hello, I exist. And maybe I need a bit of start doing a bit of self-love about myself, right? So I agree, it's a dance of giving and receiving, but it's got to be very balanced right from the start of a relationship. And you've got to explain to the other person that they've got to respect some of your time too. So you can fill in your cup and you can fill your needs as well. Now, this is to be the best person in your, you know, sort of the best version of yourself in that relationship. However, if you start looking into a relationship as a trading environment, which I think I've explained before in maybe one of my articles or whatever, or even one of the videos I did myself, um, it's very different because you started counting the points, you starting scoring, you starting marking, you do this, you do that, you haven't done this, you haven't done that. And so it's like, it's, expectation after expectation and we we've talked about it as well and and mm-hmm. it's literally a trading environment and that is not what you're in a relationship for it's like you're keeping score you know it's yes. like you're yeah like you'd be at the football like at the football game right or the right. soccer game 
So yes, it's it's definitely not something. It has to be a balance, but at the same time, I think it really depends which angle you have. As women, generally, they've never prioritized their needs. Never. So it tends to be more, I've observed the other way around, where maybe the guys tend to have, and I don't want to make a general generalization here, maybe when they tend to probably do more that naturally, because that's just the way they are. Uh, so hence, they feel a bit more probably balanced, but then that's where you can lose track of the, of the relationship. Um, but then equally, yes, if you look at it with this attitude of gratitude, it's so much so much better because then there is no expectation because it's not a trading environment yes that's that's perfect right there i think that's perfect um and and i would even add to that it also and by really sort of understanding what your partner is about again you respect your needs but you also understand how they like to be loved or how they love to be loved when you understand that, then you can actually do the thing for them that's going to make them feel loved. Yeah. So you could, for example, somehow do something that you do not really like doing, but because you know that there's something that they would really appreciate and feel valued for and feel loved for because you're doing it and they realize that it's not something you enjoy doing but you're doing it for them, that brings something straight into the relationship, which is a different angle to do it in a way. So, which then probably brings in reciprocity as well. Absolutely. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, something that resonated with me, what you said is, and what this article is talking about is, is having gratitude. Specifically, if you're in a relationship that <clears throat> there's not really like a, a whole lot of things that are wrong. I mean, there's always going to be something, right? But there's nothing terribly wrong with your relationship. It has just reached a point of where one or the other person is not feeling like they're being heard or um, are prioritized. I think that specifically is where gratitude comes in. Because obviously... There's more going on in that relationship uh, that's positive than negative. Mm -hmm. But of course, if you focus on the little bit of negative, you know, which if you're focusing on that, that negative suddenly appears to be bigger and outweigh all of the other positive things. Yeah. And you may not even realize that until you've already removed yourself from the situation. Yeah. That's like typically when you're like, man, was actually a pretty good relationship i you know that little thing that i was upset about that that really that wasn't never take the beans out or yeah, you know yeah. never do the ending but the thing is as you mentioned as well it's about the um those little things and you know as you say the gratitude it's about seeing the bigger picture and if you start falling into that sort of um starting looking at maybe not being as gr as grateful as you could be that may be because you're on autopilot and your relationship is on autopilot and that probably could be a good warning sign to say wow i need to get back on track to rekindle things in a way yes that was a great one 
Okay. Um, let's go to number six. You and your partner have no problem airing out your issues for everyone to hear. This is a big one here. Um, if you and your partner are a pain to be around when you're out with friends, there's a bad, there's bad energy in your relationship. <laughs> friends can spot toxic toxicity long before you do. When there's issues in a relationship, it will often affect others in your life, especially if you have mutual friends. So pay attention to how you and your partner act around others. Do you play nice and wait for a better time to discuss problems? Or do you not care if you start arguing around your friends and family? If people in your social circle are starting to take sides, the bad energy in your relationship may be spreading. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that could be a, a two-edged sword as well because... Um, some people are quite happy to be vocal outside. Um, and in a way, not great, because, yeah, it definitely, like, will put a bad in it. Like, you're out and then you're at the restaurant or whatever, and then you start having your your mates sort of arguing. It's definitely like, uh, don't think I'll do that again, because I want you to have a nice time, and you just ruined the evening, <laughs> in a way. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that definitely wouldn't be great. But at the same time, you've got people who might wait until they're home to do it like behind closed door which we never know what's happening and there it could be done behind closed door but then still not being very a healthy way of getting you know sort of back at each other and, and whatever so I think this is true I mean your friends will spot very quickly when something's not quite right in a relationship whether they tell you or not that's a different issue whether they feel they can tell you it's a different issue and whether it's too late when they tell you, it's a different issue. But I know I've had friends telling me a few years down the line, I was very surprised of how he talked to you. Mm. And I was like, hmm, I wish you told me. I mean, I would have probably not listened, but uh, it would have been <laughs> very have to be interesting. be ready to hear it too, right? Yeah, that's exactly that. So, yes, your friend are great. It depends what kind of relationship you have with your friend, whether... If you have that authentic relationship and vulnerable relationship, then they will probably want to protect you in but in a positive way. So and tell you maybe, look, I'm not sure how this sounds, but not sure I would tolerate this myself. But then we're all different and we all have different boundaries and different things. But if someone says it, at least as we said, we hear it or we don't want to hear it. Well, here's the thing too about this is Nobody wants to be around people that have negative, bad energy. People that are a couple that's fighting all the time, fighting in public. Like, no one no. wants to be around that because no. it will eventually affect your relationship. At, at least at that moment, it, it could. Totally, it could. totally. Yes. So, yes. you know, you want, you want to be around positive vibrations. You know, you want to be around like energy. And so if you are being told constantly told by your friends that every time you and uh and ricky come by um it's just it's a storm there's a storm happening yeah there's just always there's just always something happening you know that's that that's a sign that uh you need to take a, another look at what's happening because and, and where is it happening how often is it happening you know there's all kinds of different variables I don't think there's anything wrong with a couple getting in a fight 
in the public. It happens. You know, you get in an argument. Um, but some people it, function that way, and that's all the way. That's the only way they know. They don't know any other way, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's again, it just highlights if that's the only way they know, then there's something to be visited here because it's it's not normal functioning. Right. Right. Exactly. All right. So number seven. You feel unhappy. Bad energy can be emotionally exhausting. If the vibe is never right and there are issues, you're likely going to tire yourself out by being sad and worried about what's going to happen or how you're going to resolve the next fight. Living fight to fight is going to be mentally and emotionally taxing for anyone. A relationship with bad energy will take a lot out of you. You'll know things aren't great when thinking about your partner fills you up with anxiety and dread instead of genuine happiness and love. If the negative energy, if the negative, (laughs) if the negativity in your relationship is too much, you should think about if your partner is really right for you or not. But the good news is you can turn things around. No one is cursed to have bad energy forever. Again, one easy way to infuse more positivity into your relationship is to practice gratitude. When you're appreciative of the relationship you have, it will show. True. And I 100% understand what, you know, she, she the, the, they're saying about feeling unhappy. It's draining on your system, like physically. So not only actually on your physical level, but on your energy level and your mental level and your emotional level and, you know, this, I'm sure if you could do a scan with, you know, energies and the color of the energies, you could see how much that is impacted in your, you know, energetic field, in your electromagnetic field. 100%. It drains you and not only drains you uh, and it gets you tired, your cognitive function definitely lessens as well. And you, if that lasts too long, I can promise you, you will end up with immuneness. I was just getting ready to say that. It weakens your immune system as well. It does. And not only your immune system, but then that massive stress and anxiety that you have in your body will create something. It might be a cancer. It might be if, if you tend to have like a, a sort of more uh, higher pressure, uh, blood pressure, you'll end up maybe having a heart attack. So that tends to be more at the guy's side. Cancer tends to be more like there's no there's no definite line or you this you're that and that's happening but quite often it's things like that or you could have like different type of illnesses but long-lasting illnesses which are really impactful so even if you you know still not sure do it for you for yourself and do it for your health because it is draining and literally you you've got memory loss you've got you know not only having this anxiety but impact your sleep it impacts so many things in your life and your joie de vivre as well and you know all those things that you know what's the point in being that energy and i know because i've been there and and i knew it was toxic and you know yet i let it roll and roll a bit longer and a bit longer hopefully i could sort it out when if you only want to tango it's never gonna work yeah i think that's um that's very very important to kind of wrap up this entire list of things here because at the end of the day the whole just 
reason to discuss this energy in the first place is because it does have such an impact on our lives that we don't even realize. Mm. And we don't realize it because this is not mainstream information. Okay. No. You go to your doctor and you're, you know, you're having high blood pressure, you're having this ailment, that ailment. The doctor is going to treat the ailment. They're not going to look into your lives, ask you questions. What's going on? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling happy? How's your relationship? How's your, your kids? How's this? How's your job? They're not going to do that. No, it's there's up no to holistic us. view. Yeah, it's no holistic view. It's up to us to empower ourselves with information, with knowledge, in order to help ourselves. We got to help ourselves. And that's the whole reason why I do this podcast is to get, just get people thinking in a different way, right? It's like no one really thinks about relationships in terms of energy. Like you just, no. you don't really think about that. But I'm telling you, start thinking about it because it may lead you to I promise you, it will lead you to some epiphanies. Yes. And, and, and shifting energy, I agree with you. It's, it's so important. And you, we've hardly touched on it. Like, it, you know, if, if you're really into your energy, um, you know, sort of stuff, it really, you can look at it so much more deeply, you know, sort of looking at chakras and, and, and as I said, you know, your electromagnetic fields. It's actually scientifically studied how much this can have an impact. And there's different school, different things out there, but it is actually a scientific, uh, you know, research which has been done about energy and how this impact us. So 1000%. And that's super important right now, especially in a day and age where everybody wants to talk about science, right? Everybody wants science behind something. <clears throat> and guess what? You can't have science behind everything. I'm sorry, you just can't. There's some things that are just not going to be explained by science. However, this particular subject, energy, emotions, and how that affects you, how it affects your physiology, your mental capacity, is scientific. It's just not talked about mainstream. You're not going to hear about it um, on a reality show <laughs> or no. you know, Fox News or whatever. You're just not. You, but if, if we look at like in a, at the different emotions, they actually all have different vibrations. So, you know, there is a scale out there uh, written by Dr. David. Um, his name is escaping now. Um, Dr. David, it's not Swindon, it's um, Hawkins. That's it. Dr. David Hawkins. And he literally ranks all the different um you know, vibration and, and, and resonance, if I may say, of the different energies. And it's in hertz. So literally you can register what kind of emotion it is. Yes. And the one with, you know, depression, blame, shame, you know, shame is probably right at the bottom along with guilt. They have very low vibration. And let's say you could have been depressed your whole life. And not being able to actually elevate yourself and, and be a happy person because you've been in that low vibration forever and you don't know anything else. So you don't even know how to get to the next gear. And all the higher emotion that we talk about as higher emotion, you know, love, compassion, gratitude and all that and enjoyment. And they all like at, at much higher vibration. 
And that's what it's about, is shifting yeah. those lower vibration and bring them back up so you can you have talk a better about life. Vibrations, you're talking about frequency. And frequency is what can be measured scientifically. You, you can measure the frequencies of these different emotions. And another good person to look at, if you haven't ever heard of him, is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. He does all types of scientific research and tests to measure these things. Mm -hmm. It's phenomenal. It is. It is. And, and literally, you can look like shame is about 20 hertz. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, if you look at guilt, it's about 30. What's good is when you've got those ones are kind of, um, you know, like depression, they don't make you, they, they, because they're so low hertz, you're just going to stay in it. But things like more like anger, it's almost kicking up higher and that's going to make you, you know, it's 150 hertz. That is probably going to pull the trigger for you to start wanting to take action as well. And as you go, you know, through higher and higher, I think neutrality is about 250. But then as you go higher and higher, love is at 500. And enlightenment, which are, you know, all those gurus that you've got out there, which almost like, you know, people are, you know, in India or some other places, they're more like at 700. Mm -hmm. and I think that might be a good um, segment to have for our next segment. To talk about. I mean, since we, we spent this episode talking about... <clears throat> these lower energies and how to recognize them and kind of what they do to you. So maybe on our next segment, we talk about simply tuning happiness. your energy. Yes. yes. And, and, and bringing it to happiness and bringing it to a higher level. Yes. 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 You know, there's lots of different instruments out there as well that can help you do that. Singing bowls, there's just different meditation music. So we can get into all of that next time, I think. And uh, I think that'll be really good. Yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I think um, I think that about wraps it up. You've been listening to an episode of Raw Emotion. I'm your host, Derek Chappelle, and my lovely co-host here, Gail LeBray. Um, and thank you again for listening, and everybody have a great day. Bye. <laughs>